Welcome to the Good to Growth podcast on Nonprofit Hub Radio. I'm your host, Katie Appled. I'm the executive director of Do More Good and Nonprofit Hub. One of my favorite job duties is hosting this podcast. Each week, I get to talk to nonprofit leaders, influencers, and innovators who are changing the sector. You see, we know that you're already doing good. We've designed this podcast to help nonprofits who are doing good to find new ways and new resources to grow. So tune in weekly, spread the news, and share the resources we share with you. We look forward to helping you move from good to growth. We'd like to thank DonorBox for sponsoring today's episode of the Good to Growth podcast. DonorBox is transforming the art of fundraising. They bring the functionality and power of online fundraising to your nonprofit with a sleek interface and nonprofit-specific tools. With DonorBox, you can connect with donors on a deeper level and raise more funds quickly and easily, helping you make an even bigger impact. Visit DonorBox.org to learn more. So the Nonprofit Hub team is exposed to amazing thought leaders every day, um, and part of that comes through attending other conferences and events. Last year, I attended the NEO Summit, or the Nonprofit Innovation and Optimization Summit, held by our friends at Next After, and I saw this gentleman speak, and it was on LinkedIn and personal branding, specifically for nonprofits, and I was dazzled. I was absolutely dazzled, one, by the opportunity, and two, by this individual's knowledge of the platform and kind of how to work it to get the best results. I was also intrigued because so few nonprofits are taking advantage of the LinkedIn platform. They either don't have their company represented um, or they don't have their individual self represented in addition to not being out there for their company. So there's not a lot of competition to get your message across. It's a huge opportunity. And Anthony Jones is going to give us some quick hacks and also some larger strategy to really maximize the use of LinkedIn. Anthony's background includes over 19 years on the Ducks Unlimited team, so he is no stranger to the nonprofit sector. He has now launched his own company, which is the LinkedIn 1% Club, where he does strategy and consulting for nonprofits specifically around the LinkedIn platform. I can't wait to hear what he has to tell us. Anthony Jones, I had such a great time listening to you at the NEO Summit last year. I was a little surprised, though. Um, You come from Ducks Unlimited, which just kind of blew me out of the water. It wasn't what I was expecting. That's that's a unique background to bring to the nonprofit sector and to bring to um, kind of the social expertise you have. Tell us that story. Yeah, Katie, and, and thanks for having me on today. Yeah, it's been a, a lot's actually happened since uh, that conference at NEO back in September of last year. Uh, but just a little bit of on my background. So uh, as you mentioned, I started working uh, for Ducks Unlimited back in 2002. So I spent pretty much 19 years, my entire professional career, working in the nonprofit sector. Uh, when I was working at Ducks Unlimited, 
Uh, I started out working as a webmaster in 2002. And then as the digital revolution took off, you know, in the, in the last two decades, as, as email marketing evolved, as social media came onto the scene, online fundraising, I had a really unique opportunity to, to build a team and build a program from the ground up there. Uh, had an amazing career. We, we raised over $40 million for the organization through our digital channels. And, uh, and, and yeah, and so that's what I, that's actually where I was when I was speaking at NEO last September. And since then, I have decided, I decided to make a shift and, and start my own business, helping individuals, helping businesses and nonprofits use LinkedIn to amplify their mission to uh, help employees build their personal brands. And uh, that's what I'm doing now. And it's, it's, been a, it's been a great run. So why LinkedIn? I mean, I think of all the, and I mean, there's a lot, there are so many social platforms available to us and available specifically for nonprofits. Why is LinkedIn such a great fit? Yeah, you know, if you were to look at most nonprofits, like most nonprofits, when you talk about their social media strategy, if they were to list out the platforms in order of importance, they would probably say something like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And at the bottom of that list for most organizations would be LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, that's a really big mistake. It should be flip-flopped because these are like what I like to refer to as the good old days of LinkedIn, because there are more than 750 million people who who have an account on LinkedIn across the globe, but only 1% or less than 1% are posting content on a regular basis. And LinkedIn, unlike all the other social networks that are out there, has not become oversaturated with content. You know, if you're not paying for ads on Facebook and Instagram right now, your content isn't being seen at any real level of scale. But that's not the case on LinkedIn. Uh, So like now is the time for your content to be seen and for your voice to be heard and for your mission, your organization's mission to really show and, and, and attract donors on LinkedIn. That's so interesting. And, you know, come to think of it, we have a a partner organization, another educational institution um, that we work with fairly frequently. And they recently posted that they are just pulling out of Facebook because they can no longer demonstrate the ROI when it comes to their time and their creativity to, to pour into that platform. And it's also surprising or not surprising, I guess. I know a lot of nonprofits that don't have LinkedIn company pages. Is it as important to have the company page as it is for maybe the ED or the CEO to have a profile? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, to your point on Facebook, I think that's a trend that you're going to see more and more, both for-profits and nonprofits. You know, they're, they're, they're having more trouble justifying that ROI um, for a lot of different reasons, as the pl- ad platform has shifted, as there's been a lot of changes to, to iOS and the impact that's having on Facebook and Facebook ads. Uh, but to your question, yes, LinkedIn, uh, organizations on LinkedIn should have a company page, uh, but it's as important, if not more important, for the staff to be active on LinkedIn because people connect with people, mm-hmm. right? So it's great to have your organization, uh, your organization to have a page. But the true power of your organization, if you want to show your brand, your culture, and your values, the best way to do that on LinkedIn is through the voices of your employees. And yes, I think you had a great point. It starts with your executive director. It starts with senior management. But ultimately, if you can encourage all of your employees who have a social media presence uh, to be active on the platform, that's going to do more to amplify the reach of your mission on LinkedIn than anything else. Because again, people connect with people and not the typical corporate content that so many 
uh, nonprofits and for-profits post on their company pages. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you know this probably better than most, but we, I'm not going to say we are humble in the nonprofit sector, but we perceive ourselves to be humble in the nonprofit sector. And so I can see some pushing back against um, leadership developing profiles and investing time into developing status on LinkedIn. But I mean, based on what you just said, it's actually for the mission. It's for good. Absolutely. You know, in today's online world, we all have a personal brand, right? If, if you are if you are online in any capacity, you've already established a digital footprint. So you basically have two choices. One, you can choose to take control of your brand to position yourself as as a thought leader in your industry and, and showcase your personality, your skills, and your expertise. Or you can let your brand be defined by others. And, and that's kind of what I preach and, and I help folks with is to put yourself out there. And, and once you start doing that, you will see that it has a lot of benefits, not only to the employee who's doing it, but it also has impact to the organization they work for. I think that's a wonderful way to kind of um, convey the importance to nonprofits. Absolutely. And, and if you look at you know most organizations, most nonprofits, their executive leadership teams aren't overly, they're not really that active on LinkedIn. They'll post a, they'll post when there's a job opening or they'll post when a new board member comes on maybe, or there's some big announcement, uh, you know, a big uh, success uh, on a project or something like that, but they're not showing up on a regular basis, showing their authentic personality, uh, showing, you know, the, the, the work that their teams are doing. And that's the opportunity that, that folks have, especially in the nonprofit sector right now, is that there are so few organizations who are doing it and doing it well, that it's a great way you can stand out from the competition. Hi, this is Kevin Burgess, the editor of the Good to Growth podcast. We'd like to send a shout out to DonorBox for sponsoring today's episode. DonorBox is a donation platform that can be set up quickly and easily on your website or DonorBox-hosted fundraising page. They've worked with more than 35,000 organizations around the world, helping them increase their donations by providing an excellent donation experience. Best of all, there's no setup fee, no monthly fee, and no contract required to start using DonorBox. So visit DonorBox.org to sign up today. That's DonorBox.org. Now let's get back to Katie with the rest of her conversation with Anthony Jones. So Anthony, it's important to to have our profile, to have our company profile. And I love what you just said about, you know, everybody else is putting out job postings and um, maybe sharing sharing articles and whatnot. What do you think is the most effective way to to tell a story for a mission? to tell a story about, you know, the nonprofit's work? Is it video? Is it text post? What, what do you see working? Yeah. So I think it's, it's more than just a specific type of post and we can, we can get into that, but I think what you want to encourage if you're an executive director is giving your employees some, some general guidelines, Uh, give them a, like most companies have a social media policy, Mm-hmm. But if you read that social media policy, what you'll typically read is a lot of restrictions, like don't do this, don't do that, you know, be careful not to do this. And you need to approach it from the the other 
point, which is being uh, uh, um, uh, encouraging your staff to be active on LinkedIn, giving them not restrictions, but helpful tips on what they can do to still stay on brand for the organization. Obviously, that's important, uh, but also allow them to be creative and let their authentic personality show on LinkedIn. Because at the end of the day, that's what people are going to connect with more than, you know, just a typical company post. And as you do that, you know, encourage your employees. And, and this is what I, I, I tell my clients that I work with one on one, you know, develop three or four content pillars. Mm-hmm. A content pillar is basically just a topic that you know a lot about and you can talk about with ease. And everyone's pillars are going to look different, but everyone should have a pillar about themselves where just on a regular basis, you're posting content that shows something, you know, it shows your personality, it shows who you are as a person, not getting super personal, you know, into to what a lot of people would, you know, worry about, but just content that shows who you are. And then you can turn your fo- focus to your other uh, two or three pillars. And one of those pillars may be uh, content about your organization, about the great work that you do. A pillar could be about your individual department, your team, the projects that you're working on. So just kind of break down those pillars of, you know, think about what that might look like and then go through and just kind of make a bulleted list under each one of those pillars of types of things that you could talk about, ideas for content. And as you go through that exercise, you'll start to develop a lot of ideas really quickly. And that kind of gives folks, uh, uh, employees, a, a framework if you will, to, to work with when they sit down and try to decide, okay, what should I post and, and how should I post it? When I worked for Ducks Unlimited, uh, we actually did this for our team. So um, we developed a hashtag for our team. It was hashtag Ducks Unlimited Digital. And if you actually go and search that on LinkedIn, you'll find it. And I'll, I encouraged my team to post content on LinkedIn about our work, about our projects, uh, about fun things that were going on, you know, at, at the office, behind the scenes, that type of content. And, and, and what I found was, you know, you're going to have some employees who are naturally uh, social media savvy and they'll, they'll take that up quickly. Others may be a little more reserved, um, but give them that general guideline. And what I noticed was, you know, people would start using, our employees would start using that hashtag and, what was happening was they were promoting the organization, but they were also promoting themselves through these posts. They were promoting the skill sets that they had, the expertise that they had. Uh, you know, they would post content and and say, if it was our email marketing specialist, they may post an email marketing tip uh, along with you know some some fact, and and that was showing their skill set as well as you know promoting our team at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, these are good tips. I'm going to use some of these. Um, I always always wanted people to see our hashtag and see the content that we posted. And I wanted them to want to work for Ducks Unlimited. I wanted them to work want to work for my team based on the content they were seeing on LinkedIn. And, and not a lot of organizations are doing that. Yeah. Well, you want to be best in class. And I, I get that. I always appreciate, and I'm thinking of one particular company. They're not a nonprofit, but they do what you just said to a T. Um, Bonjoro. So they're an email video platform. And their employees each post based on kind of their department and their expertise and their skill set. And man, I know everything they put out there is going to be like some amazing tips. So I follow them all. I, I get it. That's That's great advice. I want to go back um, because I'm really hung up on this. 
I, I like the idea of, you know, having a formula and I know there's not a formula for everything, but do you know the LinkedIn algorithm? I, I once heard, um, I heard a rumor that if you post something and it gets a heart, um, an applause and a like, it automatically jumps up in traction. Like it will perform better. Is that true? Everyone wants to master the algorithm. Uh, master the algorithm. The truth is, uh, no one can control the algorithm. You just have to kind of work, you know, work around it. And what I suggest is just like focus on the on best practices. If you're putting out quality content on a consistent basis, the algorithm will reward you for it, right? Because at, to your point, if it's getting a lot of likes, if it's getting a lot of comments, comments are even more important. They're 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 kind of like the main driver of organic reach on LinkedIn. If, if the algorithm sees there's a lot of conversation going on around a particular post, it's going to dial up the organic reach accordingly. So, so you want to be posting content. You want to post content that leads with value and, and not just self-promotional all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to your other point, the, the company you just mentioned, you said, you know, that they're going to be putting out valuable tips, you know, things that people can use. So find a way to incorporate that, uh, that into your content strategy. The other thing the algorithm will reward you for is taking part in the larger conversation on LinkedIn, which basically means you're commenting on other people's posts on a regular basis. And that's that right there is a huge part of building your own personal brand. Uh, and what I love about that, and I, and I encourage my clients to start doing before they even start posting their own content, is block out 10 or 15 minutes every day. Go to the LinkedIn newsfeed and leave thoughtful comments on four or five posts. And if you scroll through the feed and you don't really see any content that you can engage with or doesn't really make sense, just do a LinkedIn search for your industry, for your your job title, for example. Find people who are posting content related to your mission or what you do and leave comments on those people's posts. And over time, that's going to raise your visibility on the platform. LinkedIn is going to see that you are participating on that larger conversation, and they're going to reward you when you start posting content, showing that to to more people in your network. I love tips like that. I love like, um, do this and you'll get this. I I love that. Um, Simple, simple things we can do to do more good. Okay, so we'll get out there. We'll be commenting. I love what you said about take 10 to 15 minutes a day. I'm thinking of a nonprofit I work with, and I've encouraged them to you know, start a LinkedIn company page to get out there. And the ED's response was, I wear a bazillion hats, barely sleep at night. How can I take on one more thing? But this is a really valuable thing. Do you think you can master it with just 15 minutes a day of designated time? I think you you will get a feel pretty quickly. If you do this for 10 or 15 minutes a day, do it consistently for a couple of weeks, you'll start to see the ROI of that investment on your time. Uh, you're going to see the interaction if if you're leaving thoughtful comments, if you are taking that next step of actually posting original content, and you're seeing that it's getting engagement on the platform. You know, LinkedIn gives you a lot of metrics that you can look at to tell if you're being successful or not. You know, that's that's uh, views to your profile. That's the reach of your posts. Uh, a lot of tools that other social networks don't necessarily give you. LinkedIn gives that to you so you can see that ROI and you can make, make adjustments to your content strategy uh, accordingly. But once you start to see the return on that investment, I think 
that's where nonprofits can start saying, okay, this is where we need to start allocating more of our social media budget, more of our time and resources from our executive team. Um, but you've got to get started. And, and it all starts with, you know, commenting on the net on the network with other people's posts. It starts with putting out your own posts to begin with. And and yeah, if you just block out time, that's like one of the easiest things to do is put it on a calendar, say 10 or 15 minutes every day, I'm going to leave comments. Once you're ready to say, okay, I'm going to start posting my own content, like block that time out on your calendar. And what I typically suggest is try to pick a time where you can babysit your post for maybe 30 minutes to an hour, because you want to make sure that when you make your post and people are commenting, you are commenting back to as many of them as possible. And when you do that, you are going to tag the person who left that comment, because when you do that, that's going to extend the reach of your comment to people in their network that you're not connected with. So it's, it's increasing your visibility with some really small tips, really easy hacks um, w- without a whole lot of effort. Another good tip. Okay. 15 minutes. That is, I mean, it takes me longer in the Starbucks line sometimes. So that is not, that's not a huge ask. This has been, this has been really good. I'm going to pressure you to give us one more good thing because we have a segment in this program where we ask our guests to share a bit of good news for the nonprofit sector. What do you have for us? Bit of good news. Well, I, I think the the easiest thing would be the work that you are doing. It it matters, and it's it's easy to lose sight of that. And, and I know I'm out of the nonprofit world personally now, but I remember you know working for Ducks Unlimited. You, you get so caught up on, you know, the, the latest campaign, latest metrics, you know, the, the, your, your, your full list of meetings for the day. And it's easy to lose sight that the work that you're doing really does matter to the world. And, you know, we're, we're back in a time now of uh, a lot of uncertainty in the world, a lot of world events that are taking place and, and the work that nonprofits are doing right now uh, matters more than ever. So just just remember that what you do is making a difference and you are very important to, 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 the, to the world. Aw, thank you. And you're giving us tips on one more way to share that important work. So that's incredible. Anthony, I was going to ask you who is doing this well, but I'm not I'm not going to because I think you touched on it earlier. This is a golden opportunity because there's so few nonprofits on LinkedIn right now. One I've noticed that um, I think is kind of a trendsetter is Habitat for Humanity International, um, the parent organization. They've done some um, some creative things, but will you let us know? When you will you highlight some in your own feed when you find them for us? Absolutely, and I, I'm going to check out Habitat for Humanity. I haven't been following them, but I'll I'll have to check that out. Um, and, and you know, I'm I'm curious, Katie. Is there is there anything that you've seen that they've posted that really sticks out in your mind? Uh, obviously, they were memorable to you uh, just now. But is there something specific they're doing? So I, I'm going to qualify this by they have really cool stories and images to share, but that's what they've done. I mean, they highlight builds and they highlight um, overseas work in a way and usually using an image that catches my eye as I scroll. And part of it may be my perspective too, because I'm working with nonprofits and I see so few of them on LinkedIn. So of course they catch my eye. You just really highlighted the opportunity once again for nonprofits, because it's, it's really hard to think of a lot of organizations that are just really nailing it on LinkedIn right now. 
So true, but you're going to change that. Absolutely. (laughs) How can our audience, how can they follow you? How do you prefer to be followed? How can they reach you? Yeah, the the best way to follow me is just look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, And then I also have a a website, the LinkedIn1percentclub.com. And that is where you can find more about my uh, online course and coaching services. And we will make sure we include links to all of that in the podcast notes. I highly encourage you to follow Anthony. Um, he, he is a leader in this area and kind of setting the trend for nonprofits. Anthony, thank you so much for taking time to school us on LinkedIn. Thank you, Katie. It's been great. I'm sure you're all rushing now to update your LinkedIn profiles and possibly comment on others and post something comment worthy. And you should. This was incredible advice from Anthony Jones, a great person to follow. If you are really looking to take your personal brand and your social networking strategy to the next level, I would also encourage you to attend Cause Camp. Not only are we using a social platform which will allow you to grow your network by easily 500 individuals, Chris Hammond um, of Corporate Business Connection is actually going to be speaking about personal branding, and I know LinkedIn is going to be part of that presentation. So get your tickets. You can register at cause.camp. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. For more tools, tips, and techniques on fundraising, marketing, and all things nonprofit, be sure to check out nonprofithub.org. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode of the Good to Growth podcast on Nonprofit Hub Radio.